Good morning, everyone. I have such a weird setup. Um, in all the recordings, I feel like it's been echoing a little bit. So like I'm sitting at my desk and I have about five different pillows like all surrounding me on top of this desk um, to try and get the echo out. Um, this could be making it worse. It could be making it better. I'm sure I'll find out after this. Um, how has everyone been? Is it sunny where you guys are, wherever you guys are? I did have a look um, recently as to who listens to this podcast and there is like 15 different countries. Like it, it actually like baffles me how, how that's even possible. Um, I just want to quickly say thank you to everyone that has been listening to this podcast. There's so many of you and that just kind of like baffles me I don't don't know why you're listening but hello thank you so much for tuning in I appreciate you um what's been happening lately so it is actually today it's my partner's dad's birthday um good old I won't say his name's good old P um it's his birthday so I'm excited because we're going to do a bit of a barbecue tonight. I can't cook meat at all, but it's been really sunny yesterday and today. So we're going to put on a little bit of a barbecue dinner for him. Um, Corey's sister's going to calm down, which is nice. Um, always love seeing them all. They're all so cute together. Um, but yeah, so that'll be, that'll be lovely. Hopefully I don't burn anything or undercook anything. Last time I cooked a burger for my partner, it was undercooked and I gave him food poisoning and that was like right after a fight. So I think he thought I was trying to poison him. Funny story for another day, but like, yeah, so that that's how good I am with meat. So we'll see. Um, I'll let you know next podcast if anyone gets food poisoning. Fingers crossed they don't. Um, I'll make a salad just in case. Um, anyway, I'm feeling a bit better since the last podcast. Um, still waiting for the medication to kind of kick in. Um, but yeah, so I'm still feeling a bit nauseous, but I'm kind of trying to counteract that by taking it early in the morning so that it doesn't affect my sleep and taking it uh, with food so it kind of counteracts the nausea as well Um, and just trying to kind of keep fluids up. It's been so sunny lately but if I'm in the sun too long it kind of makes me nauseous. Um, The weirdest things make me nauseous though like if I wear socks for too long that makes me feel nauseous like I don't know. I feel like there may be prisons for your feet, but anywho, um, feeling a bit more positive and I'm working through things. Um, so that's always great. Well, I don't know why I sound out of breath right now. Like I walked downstairs and brought back a coffee upstairs. And that being said, there's like three or four flights of stairs, it feels like, in this house. So maybe that's why I'm a bit out of breath. <laughs> um But today, 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 I wanted to talk about the that girl era. Um, Everyone and their mother has surely heard about it now. That girl, clean girl, whatever you kind of want to name it. I, I think there's a new one going around like soft girl and hard girl era. Like it's, I really don't, I don't know. I think it started from like the 
the coin terms like e-girl and things like that and it's just kind of evolved to a kind of mainstream society like what the epitome of kind of like a successful woman or girl looks like in her every day and she's healthy and positive and all that like so anyway what does it mean to be like that girl urban dictionary defines the social media crazes a girl or any gender really that gets up at 5 a.m meditates drinks smoothies has showers every day journals eats only healthy food goes to the gym every day and is successful in many ways the clean girl look is very minimal. It involves like glowy makeup, skincare. It's all about having like a dewy, minimal skin based, a sun gay, sun kissed like blush look, and like glassy looking lips and feathered eyebrows. The clean girl look is essentially just got out of your shower and I'm effortlessly, effortlessly, I'm effortlessly gorgeous look. Like that's, that's kind of the representation of it um its purpose was to self-help was like self-help and self-improvement yet somehow it turned into I feel like it's it turned into like this toxic aesthetic that is really hard to achieve by the average person seeing all these girls out there made it feel like my current lifestyle just like wasn't enough I wasn't pretty enough um or doing enough with my time it also is so 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 driven and deeply rooted in consumerism um especially once society kind of took a hold of it when you think about this trend you think like white furniture boucle even glass mugs and straws neutral tone journals and bed frames you know you think about white sneakers and matching workout sets you think of maybe like the newest apple headphones or hot girl walk outfits um Mind you, I I love all of this and I'm not trying to downplay, downplay how much I love an aesthetic cup. Um, I have glass mugs for work and for home. I, I love it. I love it. My bedroom, be it sheets, furniture, clothes, my entire life has always been white. Like, and I mean always, before I even had Instagram or knew about social media everything in my room was white um I even I have a lot of books so I used to have about four bookshelves in my room um currently I have two because I had to get rid of a bunch but even my books they're always turned the other way around which is going to drive a lot of people mental um they always turn the other way around so that their spines aren't showing and that kind of gives me more of a neutral look. And it's not because it's just aesthetically pleasing. It's just, it, it calms me. Like I started doing it because I felt very overstimulated and kind of very anxious in my everyday life. And so I needed to come home and relax and looking at too many things or too many colors in my room it was very overstimulating for me and so I needed like everything to be white everything to be the neutral tones like yes it was it was messy a lot you know depression bedrooms I get it but it was all the same color and it was all white and clean and bright and so when my mind walked into my room 
it kind of went blank because it was like it kind of like was a blank canvas essentially if you're a painter or drawer or into art or like even if you're into tech or whatever you're into you always start something you always start a project with a clean slate a blank slate start fresh start new and that's what my bedroom always needed to be like for me it was always a blank slate it was a clean slate no matter what happened in the day um no matter what happened you know at school or at work or in my relationship I could I know I could go home go into my bedroom sit down and just just turn my brain off like my my bedroom was a clean slate I could turn my brain off and just be there wasn't more stimulation um, and colors and things going on in my room that diverted my brain and my attention to and that would add to my already busy brain. It was a way to calm myself down um, and it didn't break the bank but that's just that's just what it was. Like as much as my um, parents made fun of me for it, I needed it and I loved it and they'll ask me they'll honestly now they think my my favorite color is white just because everything I buy is white like and as I got older as I got an adult like all my clothes started being white so it's kind of just ran with it and now this era just kind of it adds on top of it um but I guess a little like something else that didn't quite help like I was I've always been scared of the dark always and white is kind of the opposite of darkness like even at in the middle of the night there wasn't like dark corners of my room like everything was white because so it like kind of reflected the light of the moon or anything like that um so that also helped um anyway getting sidetracked on that um one of the downsides to this like trend to this era is that it really only shows you the highlights, not what realistic everyday life looks like, which can lead to a really unhealthy comparison to what productive and healthy lifestyles even look like. To be considered beautiful, you need to wake up before 7am, be obsessed with Pilates and drink green juices it's just not realistic. The reality is that not everyone can afford Pilates. Beauty looks different on everyone. It's okay to be a night owl and green juices just don't sound appetizing, especially in winter. The trend itself makes health seem more aesthetic than the actual practice of taking care of yourself. That being said, watching those TikToks gave me a rush of motivation and to do something with my life, to be healthier, more organized with my life, and overall generally happier. However, it is hard to keep up with it. Whilst I don't think that buying matching white furniture, Lululemon sets, or journaling every morning is going to cure my depression or welcome me into some spiritual awakening, it does help. Even like not those specific things, but um, even the smallest, most simplest things every day can reduce anxiety and generalized stress that comes with trying to keep up with anything in life. The main thing I love about this trend is that it's based around routines, mornings, nights, you name it. Human beings thrive on routines 
routine and habit. Our body clock is physically wired to crave sleep when the sun goes down. This in itself actually creates the feeling of freedom. And when I talk about freedom, I don't mean spontaneity. Spontaneity is doing something random with no preconceived idea or plan. I don't mean it in the sense of do whatever you please whenever you want. Um, Freedom in itself is a sense of ownership over your life and the way you live it. Building these routines, taking care of our bodies, taking accountability for what we do and who we are as individuals actually gives us freedom to be whoever we want to be, to do what we want to do. And that brings the most joy whilst taking care of ourselves first and foremost. It's this level of self-care that becomes ingrained into our everyday you know, like our building, like if we build routines and fail safes like these, they make it a thousand times easier when we're going through a rough time. If you're, if you already have a baseline for your routines, a baseline for what you get done in the day to make you feel, you know, just human or feel okay within yourself. If you do those every single day, when you do have a bad day, or you're going through a rough time at work or school or in your relationship or life in general, you don't need to think too much about what you're doing. Um, Yes, it's still going to be an effort to get out of bed and to do these things, but your body is already programmed to at least do one or two of those things without your brain having to really think about it and for you to actually really put effort in. If you're starting these things new, yes, it's going to be more effort. You're going to have to try and remember them. You're going to get into a routine. You're going to have to build the habit. But once that habit has been created, once that routine has been created, it doesn't take much brain power. The effort you put in to do those self-care things is a lot less um, over the course of, you know, however long you're doing them. Um, Similarly, on another note, um, if we want to go to a party and drink espresso martinis and pina coladas until 2am on a Saturday for your friend's birthday or go out for ice cream Sundays on a Tuesday lunch date, both are safe to do so because we have a baseline for what is normal to us. Because we have a routine in our everyday changing it up once or twice a week to do something with a loved one or something fun does not affect us and send us into a spiral of drinking or eating like crap for days on end. Our routines actually make us feel good, our bodies and within ourselves. Balance is absolute key. You can't be, you know, that green juice Pilates doing, you know, aesthetically pleasing girl every single day for the rest of your life. You need balance to be able to enjoy your life. Yes, it's good to have routines and sometimes be strict with your diet, but you need balance. You need to be eating things that bring you happiness. You need to be doing things that spark joy and you need to be going out and sharing experiences with someone, you know, that you love or appreciate at a restaurant or on a holiday, and you're not going to keep up with all of these routines every single day for the rest of your life. It becomes restricting. You need balance. Now, on another note, 
this is kind of like a beginner's guide or not a beginner's guide like if you're doing this already sweet great um this is kind of just an overarching sense of how to become that girl or that person um, mentally physically and aesthetically without breaking the bank or your sanity because both are very important <laughs> um a brief overview, it's you need to move your body, eat food that nourishes your body, not cuts it down, plan ahead, clear your space where you can do it yourself, say thank you more, stop talking shit, fake confidence until you feel it, create non-negotiable standards and sleep. So I'm going to break all these down. Um, So going from the start, moving your body. Getting your heart to beat faster actually trains your body to move oxygen and blood to your muscles more efficiently. It helps you burn more calories and lower your cholesterol. Uh, Stress hormones can put an extra burden on your heart. Um, Exercise, whether aerobic like running, resistance orientated, um, flexibility focused, all can help you relax and ease stress. I don't care if you are going to the gym and weightlifting for two hours every single day or you go for an hour walk a day. I don't even care if you just go outside, walk outside, do five jumping jacks and then go back inside. Whatever you're doing, you need to move your body. Um, it's it's so important. You will actually find over time it changes. It actually changes the wiring in your brain. You feel positive. Your endorphins are released. Um, exercise is scientifically proven as a mood booster, decreasing symptoms of depression, anxiety. Um, it, it kicks up your endorphin levels. You know, the body is famous, like feel-good chemical produced by the brain and spinal cord. It produces feelings of happiness and euphoria. Um, if you are if you want to go into it for a selfish reason, it, it just increases your self-confidence and maybe your self-esteem. But those are so important. Um, it improves sleep by increasing body temperature, which can have a calming effect on the mind, allowing you to fall asleep quicker and maintain a deeper sleep. Um, and one that has affected my life so much, even if I go outside just for a five minute walk, it helps with brain fog. Um, I really struggle with brain fog. My brain just does not work normally. Um, it just doesn't. And there's been a number of studies that actually indicate um, on mice and humans um, that cardiovascular exercise creates new brain cells, a process called neurogenesis, and improves overall brain performance. It also prevents cognitive decline and memory loss by strengthening the hippocampus, the part of the brain responsible for memory and learning. Studies also prove that physical activity boosts your creativity and your mental energy, um, which are all so important. Um, Bring on to the next one. You need to eat food that nourishes your body. 
and don't cut it down. I'm not saying, you know, go get green juices and eat chicken salads every day. Look at it from a mindset of adding, not subtracting. So whatever you're eating right now, um, add something onto it. So if you're eating a, say, a chicken and cheese sell a chicken and cheese um, sandwich every day. Add lettuce onto that, you know, add lettuce, add maybe tomato. Um, Or if you're eating, you know, um, nachos or a burrito bowl, add tomatoes, add um, a bit more meat, add add things that uh, you know are theoretically healthy, and that will kickstart yourself into maybe having a better relationship with healthier foods. Um, even if you already have like a healthy relationship with food, food is so important. Um, just maybe look at what you're eating and see how that affects your energy and your mood as well. If it's making you feel lethargic and you don't feel like you have much energy, then the food you're eating maybe is contributing to that. Um, I'm not saying change your complete lifestyle or or diet. Um, Just add healthier, raw, you know, fresh food, um, fresh vegetables, fresh fruit, um, leaves, I like to call them as salad. Um, Just add some more fresh and whole foods to your diet. Don't subtract what you're eating now. Just add things into your meals. Um, Cut down on your caffeine intake or switch to decaf after a certain time. I kind of do this from like 3pm onwards. I only drink decaf. Um, What time is it now? Okay, it's actually 4 p.m. and I have a coffee, so maybe don't listen to don't listen to me, but it does help your sleep. Multivitamins. Eat as many as you can or as many as you want. Don't overdose on multivitamins like I do, but um, even just a general adult multivitamin once a day, it does help. Um, drink at least a full bottle of water a day. Yes, you need around two liters, but even if you start with just having a glass of water when you wake up, fill a random water bottle you have laying around and carry it around for the rest of your day Just and just sip on it when you feel like it. Even if you start there, that'll get your body used to drinking more and more water. I used to be one of those types of people that literally never drank water. I don't know how I survive. I don't know how other people survive now. Um I'm always parched if I don't have any water with me now. Um, The next is plan ahead. This helps with anxiety or even if you struggle with sleeping or oversleeping in the morning, um, at least you don't kind of need to lose your brain energy by doing things currently, you can kind of plan ahead. So clothes for the next day. I always lay out my gym and my work clothes for the next day. Um, so I know what I'm wearing. I can just focus on sleep. There's no, oh, I just, I, you know, put this outfit. I, oh gosh, English Chloe. 
I can't find anything to wear that day or this outfit makes me look fat in the gym. There's none of that because the clothes that I set out for myself, I know I love those items and I know they look good together. And so I'm going to put, I'm going to wear that. And even if it looks shit, I don't get, I don't, I really don't care at this point. I'm like, no, my brain is not focusing on clothes for right now. It is focusing on whatever I need to get done this morning. That's my outfit. Merry away. Um, you'll find yourself a lot less stressed in the morning when you lay your clothes out for the next day. Um, plan your appointments a year ahead, if you can, or a year, or a month in advance, whatever you do. But like hair, nails, your GP, like doctor, therapist, dentist, book all your appointments in advance. And when you go to these appointments at the end, book your next appointment straight away if you can, if they're like an annual thing, maybe. Um, But trust me, you will thank yourself later and make a note of it somewhere, wherever you want, but it will help you later. Make your lunch the night before or meal prep for the week. This one is kind of like, if it suits your lifestyle, go ahead, do it. If it doesn't, don't. This one's kind of like, you know, Take it however you want. If it fits into your life, it fits into your life. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Um, But meal prepping does save me so much time, especially because I do um, drive to work every day for my nine-to-five job. Um, It's an office job. It's not like I can, you know, walk to the shops and go out for lunch every day. That's just not realistic for me. So I do meal prep my lunches and snacks for the week from Monday to Friday, and that definitely helps me. Um, next clear space, clear mind, tidy up your room or kitchen or whatever room you spend most of your time in every day. It can be as little as one thing, literally picking up a dirty sweatshirt and putting it in the hamper or the dirty washing basket, whatever you want to do. And when I say every day, I truly mean every single day. Um, If your surroundings are in order, your mind is in order. It's linked to so many health benefits, such as like improved focus, sleep quality, reduction in stress and anxiety. This like relates to that whole thing about making your bed um, as soon as you wake up or making your bed in the day before you go get back into it to sleep. It's you're doing something for yourself, for your future self and your space or whatever your room you're in. You've put an effort into it and it's clean um, and you just feel more put together. The next, where you can do it yourself. There's no need to break the bank. Um, I've recently started doing my nails by myself. So I was thinking of doing the gel ones that are going around on TikTok, but I love my acrylic acrylic shellac nails. So that's what I have been doing at home. Yes, it takes a bit of time. I'm still learning. They probably do look a bit shit, but for like a fraction of the cost over time, they are so worth it. Um, so where you can do it yourself, Na- ha- sorry, oh, nails, maybe hair, I'd suggest maybe not hair unless you're qualified. Um, cook your own food rather than takeout or even meal prep, like I said earlier. Um, pick up a can of white paint and brush from your local hardware store or Bunnings and paint your own desk white. You don't need to buy a brand new one. Um, 
Everything is mainly white with touches touches of neutral tones and sometimes black, but mainly white. So if you are getting new things to fit this aesthetic, go on Amazon or go to Kmart or Target, buy the cheap stuff. You don't need the expensive stuff to, you know, meet an aesthetic. There's so many DIYs on Pinterest that you can do and that are actually really great like cathartic exercises and creative things to do to keep you occupied Um, so try them don't spend 50 bucks on glass mugs just don't do it there's there's no point it it's not going to improve your life it really won't or or maybe it will up to you I don't really care Um, say thank you more and stop talking shit Tell people you appreciate them more. Even if it's a small gesture and you say it casually because they just brought you an orange juice, just say, thanks, appreciate it. Just something nice. And don't speak about, don't speak negatively about anyone, especially yourself. It serves nobody. We are our harshest critics. The way we talk to ourselves is how our inner monologue and subconscious thoughts speak and view ourselves. And if we speak negatively, it will impact every other aspect of our lives. The more positive we can speak, the more positive we can see the world around us and the more positive we see ourselves and the more confident we become. The worst thing you can do for your confidence levels and for your life is to speak negatively and complain and speak harshly of your life, of others, of yourself. Which brings me on to the next point. You need to fake confidence until you feel it. Nobody is confident all the time. Majority of people you think are probably aren't. Romanticize the shit out of yourself. If you can romanticize a toxic ex who ate nothing but Doritos and energy drinks for six months, I'm 100% sure you can do that for yourself. You need to realize that nobody is you and that is your power. Everybody has parts of themselves they don't like or want to change, and I mean everyone, but you can't live your life allowing that to hold you back. It's unfair on you. It's unfair on the people around you that just want to see you succeed and be the best version of yourself you can. Next, create non-negotiable standards. It could be brushing your teeth every night or going to the gym every day uh, or even for a walk or an entire morning and night routine. No matter how big or small, create non-negotiable standards for yourself in your everyday life that you cannot go to sleep at night until you finish it or until you do those things. They are non-negotiable. The purpose of this is if you're having a rough day, a bad day, um, your mental illness has flared up, PTSD has flared up, um, you're, you feel a bit lost, you're, something bad is going on in your personal life or you're just struggling mentally, emotionally or you're just stressed in general. If, you're cre- if you create non-negotiable standards, then that is tiny little self-care things that you do every single day that when you're going through a hard time, these are non-negotiables. You you have to do this one or two items of self-care to get through this 
And if you're doing that little thing for yourself every single day as a non-negotiable, as in you refuse to go to sleep, you are showing up for yourself. You are showing up for your past self, your future self, your present self. You are showing up even if no one else is. And that is your power. That is such a strong and um, important skill to be able to create for yourself. I cannot say it. Any any bad thing about it, but you ne- if you're going to do anything for yourself out of any of this list, create non-negotiable standards. I don't care if it's brushing your teeth every day or if it is saying one nice thing to yourself in the mirror. Create non-negotiable standards for yourself, and you will see your life change. the The respect you will build for yourself is unmatchable. Last one, and it's not as deep as the previous one, sleep. Wake up at same time. It doesn't need to be 4 a.m. Just wake up at the same time every day. Go to sleep at the same time. Prioritize sleeping enough hours during the night. And remember, it's not healthy unless there's a balance. So yes, go out and spend um, a billion dollars having cocktails with your friends until 2am on Saturdays. Do whatever you want, but create a routine for yourself where you roughly go go to bed the same time, you wake up a certain time. That will allow your mind to kind of have peace. It'll build a normal, healthy routine and schedule for your mind where subconsciously you won't even need to think about it. And the last thing I'm going to say today is you need to show up for yourself. You need to take care of yourself every day and you may as well romanticize the shit out of it in the process and through that maybe even fall in love with yourself. This clean girl, that girl, era, whatever you want to name it, it's just trying to motivate you to have self-care and find self-care rewarding and beautiful because it is and that's all all right that's all for me catch you later bye